Welcome to Color Me Green, a podcast focused on making the world a greener place. Well, hello there. It's nice to finally be back. You know, I just gotta say, I know that I say episodes every Wednesday. However, we're just gonna say episodes on Wednesdays. When I am able to upload an episode, I will be uploading it on a Wednesday. So until I can afford the time to be on a regular posting schedule, I apologize. But we are back. We as in me. And I hope that everyone had a great Christmas or holiday weekend, whatever you celebrate. I spent the day at home with my cat just chilling and hanging out. Nothing too exciting. But while I had some free time, I thought I'd get back here and put out some episodes for you. There are a few things I've been wanting to look into, so let's just jump right into the first one, shall we? Today's episode focuses on something that has been bothering me forever. You see them everywhere. You pretty much can't get on the road or freeway without seeing them, and they're thick trails of black smoke. I'm sure you can guess by the title of the episode, but if you haven't guessed, we are talking semis. Tractor trailers, 18-wheelers, whatever you want to call them, they aren't great. First, I want to discuss how this form of transportation impacts the environment, but then I want to get into the real inspiration behind this episode, Tesla's all-electric semi. According to the Bureau of Transportation Statistics, there are over 2 million tractor trailers on the roads in the U.S. I tried to find an average of how many miles a trucker drives annually, but the numbers varied drastically. Some sources said around 45,000 and others said up to 100,000 plus. Either way, it's known that they drive a lot. It's also known that trucks, especially ones of this size, don't get great gas mileage. They get on average, to what I could find, about 6 miles per gallon on tanks that hold 120 to 160 gallons, 300 gallons if they have two fuel tanks. That's a minimum of 720 before refilling, which seems great, but considering how many gallons they are burning and then refilling kind of takes away from it. But refilling with what, might you ask? Oh, that's right, diesel. Diesel fuel produces many harmful emissions when it is burned, and diesel-fueled vehicles are major sources of harmful pollutants at ground-level ozone, which is something we discussed in episode 20 on electric vehicles. And I mentioned how disgusting it was that all of these emissions are being put out at ground level, the level at which we breathe. Yeah, still hasn't sunk in how gross that is. The U.S. Energy Information Administration estimated that in 2021, diesel fuel consumption in the U.S. transportation sector resulted in the emission of about 472 million metric tons of carbon dioxide. This amount was equal to 26% of the total U.S. transportation sector CO2 emissions and equal to about 10% of total U.S. energy-related CO2 emissions in 2021. Now, despite how much I would love to go on about how awful diesel engines are, 
there are things that the government is doing to try and lessen the impact of diesel emissions. One of those being EPA, the United States Environmental Protection Agency, regulations. The Diesel Administration's Reduction Act program was created under the Energy Policy Act of 2005. This act gave EPA new grant and loan authority for promoting diesel engine emission reductions and authorized appropriations to the agency of up to $200 million per year through 2011. The American Recovery and Reinvestment Act of 2009 provided $300 million in new funding for national and state programs for the implementation of verified and certified diesel emission reduction technologies. The Diesel Emissions Reduction Act of 2010 reauthorized DERA grants to eligible entities for projects that reduce emissions from existing diesel engines. The bill authorized up to a million dollars annually for 2012 through 2016 and allowed for new funding mechanisms, including rebates. And in 2020, DERA was reauthorized under Division S, Innovation for the Environment Section of the Consolidated Appropriations Act 2021 for up to $100 million annually through 2024. The program will continue to award grants and rebates to achieve diesel emissions reduction. Now, while this is all fine and dandy, the best thing that we can do is get rid of diesel altogether. Now, I'm not saying that battery-powered vehicles are all clean and have no negative effects like I discussed in episode 20, but they are an option that could be a better alternative down the road. With that being said, let's get into Tesla and their new fully electric semi. Elon Musk first released the information about them building this truck in 2017 and set an initial target of being on the road by 2019. Everything obviously has setbacks with 2020, the pandemic, all that stuff, but it's finally here. Now, just looking at Tesla's website, they have their facts about the semi that they call the future of trucking. A few of those facts being it can go from zero to 60 in 20 seconds, which for a semi is crazy to think about. They can maintain highway level speeds, even up steep grades. The central seating position allows for better driver visibility. The all-electric architecture reduces both rollover risk and cabin intrusion in case of an accident, which happens often, and it's one of the things that terrifies me the most about driving. I absolutely hate driving next to semis. But when you look at this thing on the inside, it's actually like a centered seat, and it has two screens on either side. So I'm not exactly sure what the, I guess, control panels look like on each side and what they can control from both sides, but it is actually a very interesting design. So I wonder how different it is compared to a regular Tesla car. One of the biggest factors that Tesla is promoting with their semi is the 500 mile range of a single charge. With less than 2 kilowatts per mile of energy consumption, up to 70% of the range can be recovered in 30 minutes using Tesla's semi chargers. One section that really got me was their low cost of ownership section. It talks about how electricity is 
2.5 times cheaper per mile than diesel, which isn't surprising. Tesla states that operators can see an estimated fuel savings of up to $200,000 within their first three years of ownership. Now, if you have read or seen the news lately, you probably have heard that Tesla recently completed a test drive with their fully electric semi and delivered its first order to Pepsi. The trip was a 500-mile drive and a weight of 81,000 pounds. Now, I just want to cover a few things that might be a cause of concern for fleet operators that might consider fully electric trucks. The weight of the semi is very important. In the U.S., the legal limit for Class 8 trucks is 80,000 pounds fully loaded. Zero emissions vehicles get a 2,000 pound extension to account for their heavy batteries, but 2,000 pounds is two batteries from a Tesla Model 3, and for a semi that gets 500 miles per range, it's most likely built with batteries that weigh about 12,000 pounds. Another thing, one of the most important, is the grid. This is always one of the biggest concerns when going electric because not every state has the same grid capabilities. Researchers found that by 2030, electrifying a typical highway gas station will require as much power as a professional sports stadium. And that's mostly just for electric cars. The projected power needs for a big truck stop are expected to equal that of a small town by 2035. That is a very dramatic increase in demand for power, which utility providers may struggle to match. The success and efficiency of electric transportation is heavily dependent upon energy infrastructure and the capacity of electrical grids. It's going to take some time and significant planning and work on the country's electric grid to make the transition to electric power feasible for big trucks on a large scale. I'm not sure if anything else has come out from Tesla on their semi, but there are a lot of questions that need answering before truckers and operators make the move to fully electric trucks. I personally love the idea of electric vehicles. I know they have some hurdles to go over before they are fully capable of being truly sustainable, but I think electric semis are a step in the right direction and a positive step for commercial transportation. We just need to get a better handle and organization on our country's electrical grid before it'll be reasonable to start becoming fully electric. And as always, I would love to know your thoughts, so leave a comment or a review or find me on the show's Instagram and let me know what you thought of today's episode. I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of Color Me Green. New episodes are coming out weekly, and hopefully each one has something you can take away and learn from. If you want to request a certain topic to discuss, please feel free to message me on the show's Instagram at Color Me Green Podcast, linked in the show notes. If you love today's episode, please make sure to leave a review as I will be randomly picking reviews every week as they roll in to read on the show. One of the best ways to help change the world is to share this episode with a friend and let them also learn what they can do to live more sustainably. And please remember to reduce, reuse, recycle, and live green. See you next week.